Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it. It's what we do here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Welcome, thanks for listening and making Tea to Green a part of your sports weekend. Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Butenhoff at the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tea to Green and the home of the upcoming 2018 U.S. Senior Open. Now it's just about four months away on the big show today. Well, speaking of the Senior Open, it's presented by the United States Golf Association, and the USGA has a brand-new program. They've launched a new program called Drive Golf Forward. It's a multi-year campaign focused on four key areas, and Rand Jarris of the USGA will be here today to tell us how they plan to drive golf forward. Rand's an interesting guy. He started at the USGA as an intern. Now he's the senior managing director of public services, overseeing a variety of functions, including research, science, and innovation, the USGA Golf Museum, regional affairs, strategic planning, campus planning, and development. He holds a couple of PhDs in art and archaeology, and Rand Jarris will be on Tita Green today. The American Society of Golf Course Architects and the Sports and Leisure Research Group has teamed up for a new study asking golf course operators to list their biggest challenges and priorities. They also asked them what items would top their wish list if they could have a wish list. Well, the results of that study may or may not surprise you. And we'll talk about that as well today here on Tea to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tea at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It is America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tee to Green, the golf show. Jay and Jerry from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs will be right back with today's edition of Tee to Green. How's that kitchen remodel coming along? Uh, I haven't found a reliable contractor and have no idea where to start. What about Home Advisor? Uh, home what? Home Advisor. They match you to pre-screened and top-rated pros for any kind of home project. You can even check pricing and book appointments online. What's the catch? No catch. Home Advisor is completely free to use. Really? I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. If you love fantasy but need to be a part of the action, there's a better way to play, and it's live. WinView Games is the only app that lets you make live props when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, talk trash, and if you're right, win cash with an immediate payout each quarter. Playing WinView is easy. During each game, props are sent straight to your phone. So what are you waiting for? Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. WinView Games. When the game is on, it's on. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network, call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card. Just for calling in, agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio. Hello, welcome in. Another edition of Tea to Green headed your way. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenoff. At the fabulous five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day here in the shadow of Pikes Peak. We, of course, are in a different location than the usual uh, golf clubhouse because they're still renovating over there, and we'll do that for the next couple of months. We're right next door in one of the senior buildings here at Broadmoor overlooking the lake. There's no more ice on the lake, Jerry. Yeah, last week it was four degrees uh, when I uh, kicked off the show and the ice or the lake had completely frozen over again. Uh, Now this week it's been nice enough. It's completely open and uh, about uh, 30 geese just took off as we were uh, speaking here. So another nice view, a little couple of clouds blocking the sun right now, but it looks like it's clear coming out of the west and a spectacular, like I think mid-50s day here in Colorado Springs today. I can't wait for it to warm up. I'm tired of winter. We haven't had any winter. Well, I'm tired of what <laughs> we could consider winter. You've, you've traveled to some winter. Yeah, I've, so, I've been yeah. in some winter areas, yeah. but uh, I'm ready for 70 and 80 degree days. That's for sure. And I know a lot of golfers are around the country. Uh, we had the Denver Golf Expo last week uh, here in Colorado, around the country. This is the Golf Expo season, and it's getting everybody thinking a little bit more about golf. We're talking golf here on Tee to Green today. Uh, later in the hour from the USGA His colleagues affectionately refer to him at the USGA as the smartest man in golf. And Dr. Rand Jarris will be joining us to talk about the USGA's launching a new program called Driving Golf Forward. We'll find all about uh, that. We'll find out all about that from Rand Jarris later in the hour. We had Rand schedules for last week, but he had some phone issues. He's got a brand new phone this week, and hopefully we'll be able to hook up with him as we are giving him a mulligan to keep it in the golf vernacular. Uh, there's something that's been going on recently. The, a couple of big golf groups have teamed up the Sports and Leisure Research Group together with the American Society of Golf Course Architects polled a whole bunch of golf course operators and uh, ask them about their biggest challenges, biggest priorities. They also said if you had a wish list, what are some of the items that would top your wish list? And uh, some of the results include the fact that more than 7 in 10 operators said labor costs have the biggest impact on their budgets, more so than any other inputs. They also said uh, labor availability, and quality of labor are equally challenging. That's interesting that that was the top point there because the first thing that Darren Davis said, the new superintendent of the golf uh, course superintendents, first thing out of his mouth last week was getting quality assistance. Wow. To, um, you know, there's been a a fall off, if you will, of uh, people wanting to get into the golf course superintendent field. And... um, that has been their biggest issue, and that is the biggest thing that he's going to push for is uh, quality assistance, quality laborers, um, you know, trying to uh, work with the PGM programs at the various colleges to get people steered more into that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we had a little discussion about that, and, um, you know, it's um, if you want to term it agricultural-related jobs in general, um, there's just not as many as there used to be. And the fact that the 
urbanization, if you will, of America, you know, there aren't as many kids, male or female, growing up on farms or in rural areas anymore. Good and point. all of this kind of ties into this, uh, the issue that they're having now. And, of course, everything is so technology slanted these days, too. You kind of get away from uh, from those types of things. 69% of facility operators cited revenue increases, no surprise there, as their biggest priority to improve the bottom line, uh, significantly more so than with the facts that came in second and third, which were improving customer relations, 23%, and reducing overall costs, just 8%. So they're looking at revenue increases as their top priority to improve the bottom line. More than any other component of the facility offerings, 90% of those polls strongly believe that both the conditions and consistency of the greens are critically important. And I think most golfers would go along with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, every golfer realizes to some degree that as you go along during the four hours of your round, um, depending on, you know, temperature and conditions, you know, the greens might slow down or speed up as the perhaps wind or sun conditions. But you don't want you know, the seventh green to be two-thirds slower than the third. Yes, and, yes. You know, consistency. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they also said, uh, okay, if, if you had a wish list, they asked these golf course operators, uh, if they had a wish list, what would they be? They asked both public course operators and private course operators. Some of the choices they gave them included more family-oriented type, uh, type of events and programming, uh, clubhouse renovation, uh, nine-hole outings, ad- enhanced food and beverage experience, expanded junior golf programs, and golf course renovation. What do you think topped the list? Oh, um, probably, well, nowadays maybe the family thing would be a little bit up there. Probably not at the top. But... Yeah, actually that one that one came in last. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Golf course renovation is what both private and public operators said would top their wish list. 40% of the public courses said we'd prefer to renovate our golf courses, and 37% of the operators of private courses said golf course renovation would be number one on my wish list. I think in certain uh, days, if it's really, really hot, having a separate cart girl both on the front nine and the back nine might be <laughs> a good idea. top your wish list. Yeah. 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 Well, well, and some places actually do that. Uh, depending on you know the layout of the course, it's a little tough for those gals to get around or something. Um, and then there are some places that do have somebody on the front and the back nine. But um, yeah, sometimes you can go like three hours without seeing anybody come by. You get pretty thirsty by yeah, then. Yeah, that's for sure. Junior golf programs, enhanced and expanded junior golf was second on the wish list. Uh, enhanced, this is kind of surprising. Enhanced, it goes to what you just said. Surpri- enhanced food and beverage experience was the number three okay. item on the wish list that was up there. Uh, Nine-hole outing followed by a casual dinner party was uh, pretty high up there, 31% and 32%. That one, uh, I wouldn't have even thought about that one. Well, I think that makes sense because we've talked for eight or ten years now about the I guess, decreased amount of time that a lot of people have for golf or golf-related situations. So that would uh, that makes sense. Um, and I think a lot of the courses, uh, or if they haven't yet, they need to get on board with realizing you got to make that nine-hole round available for more people. And a lot of companies, that's you know, will do that. Well, they'll have, they'll set up a league, and you know, it'll start at five o'clock, and they'll, yeah. um, you know, they'll bring fifteen or twenty people out every Tuesday night for eight weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. and that falls right into that yeah. line there. And that, that's great. We've been, yeah, we've been pushing the nine-hole thing too uh, for years and years and years. Clubhouse renovation uh, was on the list, but down near the bottom. Uh, 30% of public courses said, yeah, we'd like to renovate our clubhouse. 32% of private courses said clubhouse renovation would uh, be on their wish list, tops on their wish list. And what you suggested, Jerry, family programming was uh, was down at the bottom of the wish list. 27% of public course operators, 28% of private course operators said more family events. Hmm. 
That's interesting. That number, I think, should be higher. I agree. Because if you don't um, do something for the families as a group, they're going to go elsewhere if you know, and look for some place that does. And how many people started playing golf as a result of a parent? Yeah. Dad exactly. or mom. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually the case. Um, you know, you. Uh, I know that um, both of my nephews... That's how their kids are, are getting into it now is because they've been playing. They started playing golf because they started caddying when they were like 13 or 14 years old. And now they've got their uh, kids starting to play. Some results of the study done by the Associate American Society of Golf Course Architects teaming up with the Sports and Leisure Research Group. We may get somebody on from one of those groups here in the next few weeks to, to talk on those issues and expand uh, the results of that study a little bit more for us. We'll try to do that here in the next few weeks. Coming up, Rand Jarris from the USGA to talk about driving golf forward. It's another edition of Tita Green in studio at Master Control. Scott Cuddy, Jay and Jerry, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenoff at the Broadmoor. Be right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 there's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Tea to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. 
The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Good morning, everyone. This is Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. This morning, I'm going to talk to you about a few driving tips and how to help you get off the tee better couple things we want you to be aware of. One is grip pressure. Very, very important. Most people grip the club too tightly, and especially the driver. It might be a few anxious moments there when you're on the first tee, but make sure you've got the grip nice and light in your hands. Just no more tension on there than enough to hold the club. Secondly, you want to hit something that you can get off the tee and in play. Do not be so worried about hitting 10 yards further with the driver if you hit it perfectly. If you hit the three wood on the sweet spot, go ahead and hit that. Now, the other thing I want you to worry about with a driver is to get a nice, full shoulder turn. Take the club away. The butt end of the club and your belt buckle need to go in unison on your takeaway. Lastly, you need to pose on your right toe at finish. That will make sure that you hit all the ball with all your weight. For more on driving, check out the website, tdgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. Show by golfers, for golfers, it's Tita Green, the golf show. We're back. Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Butenhoff. Tita Green is presented in part by Smash Factor Golf Apparel. Based in Monument, Colorado, Smash Factor Golf specializes in golf polos and golf hats. To check out their full line and to get more information, head to smashfactorgolf.com. Performance polos for just under $30. Headwear for just $15.99. You can put more Smash Factor into your game with Smash Factor Golf Apparel, the official golf apparel company of Tita Green. Check it out at SmashFactorGolf.com. Going through some uh, some old shows the other day, Jerry, listening to some previous interviews that we had done on Tita Green. And I found one that I kind of, kind of totally forgot about. A couple of years ago, we had Anne LaGuardia on the show. She... She uh, she was kind of a pioneer, one of the first female sportscasters uh, to really make it and make it big. Uh, she started in New York City, and, and, and she's still at it. She's still going strong, and we had her on the show a couple of years ago uh, joining us. Uh, I think it was Masters Sunday when we had her on the show. And while we had her on the show, we talked about her career and all the things she did to pioneer and pave the way for female sportscasters. And she told the story about how her career almost didn't get started. She was afraid it was going to get uh, sidetracked because of a run-in she had with Howard Cosell. She was a producer at ABC, one of her first jobs. And Howard Cosell would come in and tape uh, his uh, his his feature called Speaking of Sports, which was kind of a regular thing with him. And uh, uh, he made a mistake. She picks up the story from there, Anne LaGuardia. I had been working at ABC Radio Sports Network and was a freelance producer and reporter there and had the opportunity to produce the great Howard Cosell. One of my early days on the job, he had uh, made a mistake in one of his commentaries that was going to be repeated later in the day, and I was a producer. And so I went into the studio and I asked if we could get his phone number to call him at home because he had made a mistake and I wanted to call him and have him corrected so you know I could edit it for when it went out later that day and the engineer looked at me like I had three heads like (laughs) you're going to call Howard Cosell at home and uh, get him to he should just let it go and I said no I'm the producer it has to be perfect so I found his home number thank goodness he was home he answered the phone I'd never met him personally up until that point and I said hi Mr. Cosell you don't know me. My name is Anne Liguori. I'm producing, you know, today. And uh, could you just redo that one line? Because you made a mistake, and and I'll just edit it in, and it will be great. And <laughs> there was a long pause. I heard the the famous voice. Do you know who I am, young lady? This is Howard Cosell. I don't make mistakes. <laughs> well, I thought my career was over at that point. Thought I'd never work in the business again. And uh, 
But, you know, then I just thought, well, I'll come back with uh, what kind of response. You know, I had a couple of seconds to think about it. And I said, well, Mr. Costow, you, you normally are flawless. Just redo this one line and you'll be perfect as usual. <laughs> and to which he did. And uh, he never forgot my name after that. And, uh, you know, we had talked for many years after that. And I, and I can say I, I did think he respected my, my work. So All interesting right. story in the early days. An interesting anecdote there from Anne LaGuardia on Tita Green a couple of years back about a little run-in with Howard Cosell, who's been dead for 20, almost 23 years now. Is Hard it to that believe long? that. Wow. Yeah, but there's a, probably an entire generation uh, who have grown up maybe hearing about Howard Cosell, but never actually uh, watched the man or heard the man on the on the radio or television. Yeah, and uh, the speaking of sports segment that he did, it was just what a couple minutes each time or something like that. Something it was, like they that, weren't yeah. very long, but um, that was syndicated in in every market, Everywhere. every yeah. major market certainly in America at the time, and. Um, you know, a lot of the smaller ones too. He was, uh, I can, in fact, I can, as she was telling that, I can just hear him yeah, <laughs> saying, yes, that, exactly. saying exactly that. I'm Howard Cosell. I, I don't. Make yeah, mistakes. exactly. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he was uh, fairly arrogant at times. <laughs> um, uh, after we had her on, I remember going back and uh, going online and uh, watching some of the. Um, uh, replays of uh, the TV interviews that she did. Uh, I think I uh, probably watched three of them. I know I watched the one she did with Wayne Gretzky, uh, Bill Walton, I think. Um, there were 30 of them that were archived at the time, and she was in the process of increasing that. But yeah, pretty good stuff, pretty good interviews with some of the uh, big-time uh, legends in, in the various yeah. uh, major sports. We'll have to get her back on someday. Yeah, she was fun to talk to. They're playing golf uh, in California this week on the PGA Tour at Riviera Country Club, it's the Genesis Open. Jerry will update us on the, on what's going on there on the leaderboard later in the show. But uh, I, I wasn't aware of this until this week when uh, when the Genesis Open began. But uh, the Summer Olympics, 10 years from now, 2028, will be played in Los Angeles. And the Riviera Country Club will be the venue for golf in the Olympics that year. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Certainly there will be some familiarity there for the uh, players. Um, That was certainly not the case in Rio de Janeiro. Of course, the women have never played there before. It will be interesting by then to see what the Olympic format might be. True. Because um, there was a lot of criticism right away uh, in 2016 that, oh, it's just another tournament, stroke play event. Sure, it's a limited field, 60 players. Um, a lot of people think that there should be a team aspect to it, maybe along with an individual. There's so much more of that that has gone on in the Olympics. I mean, just look at the Winter Olympics alone. There's now a team luge relay that yeah. never used to exist. There's team um, figure skating. Isn't team, it? There's a team figure skating uh-huh. for the second year. Um, this year, there is a team skiing event for men and uh, that will men and women that will be run after all the individuals are done so it would make a lot of sense i think um for the golf to have some i mean it wouldn't need to be a four-day deal by any means but maybe just a couple extra days maybe even a mixed team event which which would be be you know um fairly unique in golf Uh so that might be the way to do it you know maybe play your men's and women's four days tournament and then have a couple of days of a mixed team event uh, playing for your country. That would be a great idea. Uh, yeah, in fact, I think I'm going to call somebody. Yeah. About that. Great idea, yeah. When you lived in L.A., did you ever play Riviera? No. Um, I, um, I I worked uh, at the tournament a couple of times, or, or um, trying to think of the order of things here. I, I attended and worked at the um, Los Angeles Open a couple of times. My first network job of any kind was working for ABC Sports when they were the uh, host network for the PGA Championship in 1983. And that was at Riviera? That was at Riviera that year. Uh, Hal Sutton outdueling oh, yeah. uh, Nicholas and Watson uh, down, the, down the road. Hal Sutton's only major, as it turned out. Um, it was great. I mean, we get, I mean, the first couple days, they're 14-hour days because there's 156 players, and you're there for all of them. And then at the end, um, 
you know, the, the last couple of days are actually shorter. And I worked um, the seventh hole. So once everybody got through seven, my day was done and I could follow the leaders around or do whatever I wanted the last couple of days. Yeah, so you can good, watch good, exper- golf. Yeah. good experience learning some more about golf and uh, my first uh, network gig. Golf and the Olympics 20, 2028, 10 years from now, in Los Angeles at Riviera Country Club. Hey, coming up, uh, we're going to drive golf forward. Actually, the USGA has started a program to do exactly that. And Ran Jarris from the USGA, the United States Golf Association, standing by. We'll talk to him about that and throw out a couple other questions his way as well. As we continue from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Looks like a beautiful day here in the shadow of Pikes Peak. Jay and Jerry, Tita Green, be right back. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. How would you like a chance to win a Barry Sanders autographed football? It's easy. All you have to do is go to sportsbyline.com. There are several ways to register for your chance to win. Sanders is one of football's all-time greats, a Heisman Trophy winner, and a first ballot Hall of Famer. So go to sportsbyline.com now to enter. Destination listening for dedicated golfers. This is Tita Green, the golf show. Coming your way from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Butenhoff. Our next guest is standing by. He is the Senior Managing Director of Public Services for the United States Golf Association. All the USGA folks will be here at the Broadmoor shortly for the upcoming 2018 U.S. Senior Open, which returns 
to the Broadmoor in late June, early July. Dr. Rangeris started out as an intern back in the 1980s at the USGA. Now he oversees a number of functions, including research, science, and innovation, the green section of the USGA, the Golf Museum, regional affairs, strategic planning, campus planning, and development. He's an author. He's written three books. He also has a doctorate in art and archaeology. One of our favorite guests. It's been a while since we've had him on, but we welcome Rand Jarris back to TD Green. Hi, Rand. How are you? I am terrific, Jay. Thanks very much for having me. And I'm very envious and jealous of you out at the Broadmoor, one of my favorite places in the game. Yeah. What, you coming out to soon? I am. Come, well, I'll come out for the Senior Open. Always. It's such a great championship venue and uh, such great, great people and, and great golf spirit out there in Colorado. Yeah, we're gearing up pretty pretty good here in Colorado Springs and at the Broadmoor for uh, another Senior Open, which will happen. It's Gosh, it's coming close. It's about four months away right now. Uh, I, I, it's kind of funny. I mentioned you, you started as an intern at the USGA Golf Museum, and uh, and you kind of worked your way up. That was uh, when did you start there? Summer of 1988. So closing in on 30 years. Uh, quite, quite literally, grown up with the organization. Started there as an 18-year-old, and it's been the only place I've ever worked because it's such a great organization. Good people doing a lot of good work for the game. I don't know if you know this or not, but when I talk to some of the other USGA folks, and and your name comes up, they affectionately refer to you as the smartest man in golf. <laughs> <laughs> I told That's a lot to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> a lot you. of pressure. A lot of pressure there, huh? Uh, right. Rand, I just want to know, with all the things that you've got your fingers in, how long is your work week nowadays? <laughs> oh, my wife would tell you it's way too long, but uh, no, it's good. It's good. We, uh, you know, you, you get an organization that uh, that does a lot for the game that's going through an important period of change, uh, where we're trying to react and respond a lot more to the community that we serve, um, and it means we're all putting in a little extra effort these days, and and that's okay. So, it's an important time in golf. There's a lot that, that's changing in the community around us, and you know we're committed to putting in the time and the effort and the resources to make the game a, a stronger and healthier game. Yeah. Before we get to the the driving golf forward program sure. that we want to talk about, and you know there's there's of course been a lot over the last couple of years about rules changes in golf. Were you involved in any of that? Uh, not uh, not directly. Uh, indirectly through you referenced sort of my work with strategic planning for the organization. Uh, one of the conversations that we've had in recent years is uh, is about our customers, who it is that we serve. Uh, and, of course, one of the key customers is golfers. And we're doing more these days uh, through the strategic planning work to actually listen to golfers, understand where their challenges, their pain points are, where the opportunities are to improve the game. Um, and, of course, one of those things you hear is that, you know, as a beginner, as someone coming new into the game, the rules can be challenging, uh, even if some, or, or someone who's played the game for 30, 40 years. Uh, there may be things about the rules that we all find frustrating. Um, so in the strategic planning universe that, that I sort of live and work in, uh, we've done a lot of work uh, developing new tools, feedback mechanisms to listen to golfers. And one clearly one of the things that came out of what we heard is the need to uh, address the rules and have them uh, be more relevant uh, to a modern society and, and serve the game better than they have uh, over recent decades. You still doing any work? Uh, I know you. Uh, I, I, when I, in the introduction I said you're uh, uh, overseeing the USGA Golf Museum. Are you yeah. still as involved with that, or, you, or have you pulled back a little bit from that? Uh, you know, because of all the the responsibilities, I certainly don't spend as much time at the museum as I'd like to. Uh, but in the last couple of months, we've actually been going through a strategic planning process for the museum, understanding how to take the museum uh, to the next level. I've been spending more, a lot more time with the team over there. Uh, we've got a, a young group of uh, really dynamic professionals now leading the museum, and uh, they're doing some really interesting work. Rand, this should be right up your alley then, too, uh, as part of the uh, renovation that's going on here at the Broadmoor now with the golf uh, facility and the clubhouse and the pro shop and everything. They are uh, creating a, a museum of history of the golf uh, at the Broadmoor and all the major champions and all that thing. So uh, that'll be something I would think that you'd be really looking forward to seeing when you come out here this summer. Yeah, there's, there's no question. When you get out, you know, to some of the historic venues that have that have hosted championships, you know, I think about Jack Nichols' victory at the at the Broadmoor and the U.S. Amateur. Like, 
there have just been some great moments in the game at the Broadmoor, at, you know, at clubs, and you, and you get out there and you understand when you see clubs that just cherish their history, are passionate about it, um, you see membership at a private club that's really passionate about the history of the game uh, and the great moments and the great players that have played at their facility. Uh, and we're seeing more and more clubs today uh, investing in preserving that history and celebrating the history. Uh, yeah. Cherry Hills up in Denver, uh, just you know, within the last two years, two or three years, did a huge renovation of the clubhouse so they could really celebrate uh, the history of all that's happened at Cherry Hills. And you know, as someone who's passionate about the history of the game, it's really rewarding to see the community you know, embracing the important history and finding ways to celebrate it. Amen to that. Rangero is, is our guest. He's the Senior Managing Director of Public Services at the United States Golf Association. And, Rand, I know you're not the lead person on this. That would be Sarah Brady from the USGA Foundation, who's uh, having some health issues these days. But recently the USGA launched something called Driving Golf Forward. What can you tell us about that? Sure. So Driving Golf Forward is uh, the, the first campaign uh, of the USGA's new foundation. And we announced two weeks ago at our annual meeting in Miami uh, two important pieces of news. One was the creation of a foundation, uh, and the second was the launch of, uh, of a new campaign. Let me start on the foundation just for a moment. Um, the foundation really is uh, the evolution. It's kind of the next generation of the USGA members program. Uh, the members program started back in 1975. Uh, we currently have more than 600,000 USGA members. And we did quite a bit of research with them, uh, talked to our members, seemed to understand why it is that, that they are members. And, and most people view their membership uh, fee, uh, you know, their 25 or $50 or $100 a year that they give to the organization. They actually view that as a gift to golf. Uh, they understand the work that we're doing. Um, and, you know, while, while in some ways it could be about the U.S. Open hat or the bag tag you get, uh, the reality is most of those members believe they're giving back to the game. Uh, and since 1975, those members have given more than $400 million um, wow. to the organization to support our investments in golf. Well, one of the great things about the game is the spirit of philanthropy uh, that exists. Golf is a generous community, a generous sport. People want to give back. And the foundation is a new way of enabling people to give more and invest more into the game. We have a commitment that every single dollar we raise uh, through the foundation is going to go right back into important programs that serve the game. No overhead costs, no administrative costs, dollar-for-dollar dollar investment into the game of golf. And the first camp, uh, campaign of the foundation is driving golf forward uh, that we also announced two weeks ago. Um, and that specifically calls out four areas of investment that we're going to be focused on. Uh, one is around innovation. Uh, how can we help improve the quality of the golf experience when you go out to play and at the same time help facilities reduce their consumption of critical resources such as water? The second uh, pillar in the campaign focuses on you know, inclusion, and that's about playing the game. Uh, investing in programs that support juniors, that support beginners, uh, that support adaptive golf, which has long been an underserved community. Uh, the third pillar in the, in the campaign focuses on helping build the next generation of golf leaders and making sure that those are a diverse uh, set of leaders to help lead the game forward. Uh, and the fourth, set, uh, fourth pillar, which you'll understand is near and dear to me, um, is investing in history um, and heritage of the game at the U.S. Game Museum. So over the next eight years, we're going to be focused on uh, basically trying to double our uh, investments that we make uh, in those four critical areas. If people want to find out more, they can go to the USGA website to find out more and to donate to Driving Golf Forward as well. What What's the donation process all about? Uh, very, very simple and easy to do. If you go to USGA.org, uh, you will find our, our website. You'll find a tab for support. Uh, and if you click on support, there's all sorts of information about the foundation and specifically the campaign. Uh, and you'll get a little more information about the work that we're doing in each of those four areas. Um, and it can be a very uh, simple uh, online uh, process uh, for making a contribution to the organization and, and far more importantly, making a contribution to the game uh, and all the good programs that are out there supporting the game. Speaking with Rand Jarris of the USGA about the new driving golf forward. Rand, uh, the four items that you mentioned here, the four target points, whatever you wish to call mm -hmm. them here, are, are, is there a way going forward now that you can uh, 
meld and tie these in with some of the other programs that you've had in the past? Is that part of the goal here as well? That, that, that's exactly what we're doing with the campaign. So I would describe uh, the investments we're looking to make. Some of it ties back to programs that we've long supported uh, and, and, and run ourselves. Uh, some of this is actually going to go directly into program, you know, the most, what we think are the most uh, effective programs that others in the industry may be running. So uh, it's a bit of a combination of support for USGA programs and uh, programs of others. You know, one program I, I, you know, I'll highlight here for a moment is LPGA USGA Girls Golf, uh, a terrific program that started about 15 years ago that's having a huge impact on the number of girls playing the game. To go back about 20 years, uh, one in nine juniors in the game was a girl. Today that number is one in three. Um, which is a, a really important number. I mean, it's an important growth opportunity for golf uh, in and around the women's game, and, and particularly creating those encouraging environments where girls can play. So we are looking to, uh, with our partners at the LPGA, double our annual investment in girls' golf, uh, basically double the number of programs that are around the country and, and really increase exposure to the game and opportunities to play the game for, for young girls. You've got and you've had for years people who support the USGA and what you're doing, who donate to, uh, to show their support for what the USGA is and does. Mm-hmm. Is this an effort to reach beyond that core group and expand and get more people involved as well? It sure, it, it sure is. Um, and, 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 you know, you referenced something really important there. Um, through the years, you know, without really the USGA putting a lot of effort uh, behind it, we have been uh, the recipient of funds from a lot of generous people. People will leave funds to the USJ and their estate plans that we never know about. <laughs> and a couple times you you get a you know, we'll get a phone call from uh, uh from a family um, who has a relative that recently passed away who, you know, loves the game and wants to make sure that, that their legacy uh, in and in the ground the game continues. And so we'll be the recipient of gifts that we kind of never, you know, fostered. Um, or, or pursued, and again, you realize there's this charitable spirit that's out there in golf um, that we really want to be able to support and activate around. So certainly the, the core of Driving Golf Forward is going to sit with our members program and those we have a relationship with, but we are looking uh, far beyond that community, uh, understanding there's 25 million people in this country who love the game, uh, and understanding there will be a lot of them who want to want to support the game. So. Um, we're trying to get word out as much as we can about about driving golf forward, uh, and encouraging anyone who just you know loves loves golf. You may or not love the USGA, then that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> if you love the game and want to invest in the game, um, we think that uh, you know we, we think we can be good stewards uh, of the community's collective investment in, in pushing the game forward. All right, that's uh, the. That's Fran Jarris from the USGA, usga.org, the website, uh, to find out more about driving golf forward. Rand, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you soon oh. here at the Broadmoor. I will look forward to seeing you. Thanks so much for, for giving us the chance to help spread the word. Senior Managing Director of Public Services from the United States Golf Association, Rand Jarris, with us today here on TD Green. Not done yet. Jerry's going to take us on tour when we come back. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 It's the fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf. Another hour just flying by, but we're not done yet. Jay and Jerry at the Broadmoor, and Jerry's taking us on tour. Going to start with the ladies because they've completed their efforts for the weekend. They're uh, starting on the other, their first little swing on the other side of the world. The Women's Australian Open at Kuyanga at Adelaide this year. Adelaide is in which Australian state, Jay? I Jave? have no idea. South Australia. Okay, thank you. Jin Young Ko, another new and young Korean name to remember. She won in Korea last year. She went wire to wire, shot a final round 69 to finish at minus 14, which was good for a three-shot victory over Hijin Choi. A couple of uh, Australians right after that, Hannah Green and Catherine Kirk, and the top American, Marina Alex, Hmm. finished seven shots out. So actually three Australians in the top six there at the event this week. Uh, the PGA Tour at Riviera, as you mentioned earlier, that what is now called the Genesis Open. Bubba Watson vaulting into the lead with a 65 yesterday. He's at minus 10, one better than Patrick Cantlay, go Bruins, and two ahead of Cameron Smith, a young Australian who won one of their majors uh, a couple months back. Kevin Na, Tony Finau, and Graham McDowell all at minus 8, two shots back. And the Champions Tour at Twin Eagles in Naples for the Chubb Classic. Joe Durant, he's really had a nice couple years recently on that tour. He's leading again at minus 14, one shot better than Steve Stricker. They both shot 63s yesterday. Um, Miguel Jimenez and Lee Jansen following suit. And so much for the comeback, Tiger missed the cut at the Genesis, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Big crowd, though, with him, Rory and Justin. Good, it's a pretty good yeah, grouping. Pretty good grouping, yeah, that's for sure. All right, our thanks to Dr. Rangeris, USGA. The program is called Driving Golf Forward. To find out more, go to the USGA website, usga.org, Drive Golf Forward. We thank Rand for being with us today, and uh, we thank you for joining us as well. That's going to do it. Scott Cuddy in Master Control, another great job. And for Jerry Butenoff, I'm Jay Ritchie. Till next time. Hit them long, hit them straight.